This is a tripod broadcast. I don't keep up with my toenail growth. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Jack. Check. Yeah. No. Every day I drive trucks and I carry guns, Matt. I am... It's about time you came out as heterosexual. <clears throat> That's true. It's It's been... Um, the rumors have been flying for some time. And now folks know that I am not actually gay. So that's a, it's a welcome surprise. No, that was me. I don't know if you... It, it, are, is one of those for me? Or is that... <laughs> no. <laughs> You can go upstairs and get yourself one of your Bud Light seltzers. Yeah. What? Uh, what? Now I'm. They're flavored. Yeah. This is strawberry. <laughs> You're so gay. Would you like to try one? Why? The roles have like flipped. Have you realized that? Like, I carry a gun. I drive a truck. Uh huh. Now I drive, you drink Bud Light seltzer and get fucking massages. Now I drive. You understand? A, now I drive a truck as well. <laughs> yeah. To your massage. What? 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 What kind of truck do you have? It is a 1993 Ford Ranger. And I have a 2010 Ford F-150. So I got the better deal. I agree. <laughs> in the, in I bet the, I get better better gas mileage. Yes, but in the truck world, you're 5'6". Yeah, well, and I'm 6'1". That's so, true. That's true. You know, deal with it. 5'6". Uh, <laughs> I've never been 5'6 in my life. I was nope. probably 5'6 at like 10 years old, bro. If, if you'd like, be the, serious. you can go grab yourself one. From you know, I really like bubbles in my mouth when I get stoned. I have some uh, ginger ale up there. I'm too hot on the ginger ales. You got any Coke Zero? I do. And a I'm two gonna, liter. I'm pour myself a glass of Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. Anyways, welcome everybody to Watercast, Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. <laughs> my wife was like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the show tonight. And she's like, she's like, are you sure? I thought you were done. Sam asked me that a couple weeks ago on the camping trip. He's like, they all think so, we're serious. So I you guess guys, yeah. you guys are done, huh? You guys aren't aren't doing it anymore. Well, if only, yeah. if only. Um, I mean, you know where the glasses and the ice are. If you want to go get some Coke Zero, you I don't. It doesn't look like you have a drink. What is this? Well, I I don't right now. That's my that's our pre roll. Oh okay. And then <laughs> these. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It's why don't you describe for the audience there what you're? I'm holding seeing. pouches, and when you first handed these to me, I was like, "What more gummies?" Right. Oh, that's true. I give you. How are how are those? Did they hit you pretty good. You know what? I I uh, I ate three of them because there were six gummy <laughs> gummy rings. Oh, were there? So I think I I ate three of them a couple days after you gave them to me. Uh huh. No, I I ate three of them. Yeah, I did, like on a Friday night. <laughs> or, no, it was a Thursday when I left work early. Ah, uh, yeah. As you do. Yeah, I, I ate like three of them at like 8 o'clock at night. And I was so stoned. <laughs> Aren't they great? And then on they really are Sunday great. night, I ate another three of them. Mm. And went to a sports bar. Oh, my God, I, Matt. I, I, this sports weekend, bars... No, no. Seltzers. We're going to talk about this. Massages. This weekend was, it was, it was. Faggotry. It was different. <laughs> it was me doing, 
So I went to um, <laughs> Sunday night. Uh-huh. I went home, took care of some shit, went uh, uh, went to Walmart, bought mm-hmm. some staples, grocery shopping. Dumbo, did you go up to the high-income one? No, Jungerman. Oh, okay, good. Um, I bought a 25-pound bag of rice. There you go. And about um, 10 pounds of canned beans. <laughs> You Are know, you that concerned? The Great Reset. Dude, I, I'm sitting on like 75 pounds of rice right now. <laughs> Realistically speaking, that's like, I mean, it'll go bad before you can eat it all, but that's like that's like 10 years Dude, if it's rice? just you. No. Rice? Like the worst you have to worry about is like rodents getting into it. It's not going bad. Well, it, eventually. Like, isn't, there, isn't there some point where rice will be inedible if it's just sitting? Or you're telling me if I found a burlap bag of 1,000-year-old Chinese rice, I could just throw it right in the Instant Pot and be good? Probably not. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if it was like 10-year-old rice? Uh-huh. You'd be no, fine. you'd be fine. Right. But 75 pounds of rice for one man, that's what I'm saying. It would go bad before you could eat it all. You, you vastly underestimate my caloric intake in a day, okay? True. Never mind. 75 pounds, that's only going to get mad at like six months. He's gonna be banging on my door. Hey, can I can I kill your quail? I need a light snack right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, so I went to I went to fucking Hot Shots. Oh my god! With on ninety four with, with people? I guess no, my, by myself. Yeah. And I sat at the bar, and I had some rum and cokes and a burger and watched some football. And then I went home. Are you feeling okay? Because like, no, the no, massage no. and the seltzer was one thing. Here's the thing. And then I went home and uh-huh. I drank some Bud Light seltzers. <laughs> and I finished it with a rum and coke and some weed while I watched some baseball. Okay. And then started watching Succession. Mm. And then yesterday I got up, normal routine, did some laundry, tidied up the house. Went and got a massage. I know. I know. And th- and then I came home and I, I drank some more Bud Light seltzers. Like 10 of them. You're so gay. It's strawberry flavored. Yeah. No, I'm, I, uh, I'm familiar with seltzer. That's so gross. Are they gross? They have to be gross. They're not, actually. Why did did you... Were they, these, like, given to you? or? Hey, please explain. No, I, I bought them. They taste... Honestly, they taste like... You drink Sailor Jerry's. I know, but they taste like fizzy water. They don't taste like alcohol. No. Yes, I, I understand the point of seltzers. But... You made this choice to buy them. Like, that's what I'm kind of... I'm throwing off the routine. Okay? No, I... The routine needs to get thrown off. We have to do other things. You trying to break the matrix? You trying to break your own matrix? No, I'm just trying to... <laughs> yes. Yeah. In Shake a way. it up a little bit. All right. Maybe I'll sleep tonight. We'll really change things up. <laughs> See things from a different angle? I don't know. But the... Well, how's that going, Matt? I With the massages and the sports bars and the Bud Light seltzers. I had a great have day you- at work. <laughs> I was full of energy. I was smiling. Like, people... I was... I walked in the room grinning, and people were like, what's wrong? Yeah. 
And I'm like, nothing, nothing's wrong. I'm good. Maybe. Like, did you ever think? Did you ever think? Is it possible that it's because you've been taking the evil soft gels that your your life is just now turned around? Well, that's part of it. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but I've been taking my men's multi for mm. every day for the past month or so. Yeah, men's multi, um, K two D three. Yeah, that a, I sent you a baby to keep aspirin, you alive through the Wuhan. A, a baby aspirin mm-hmm. and uh, one of those evil soft gel every other day. Are you doing that every other day? Every other nice. day. Nice. Because uh, I do have the dropper. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, they're 40. I think I sent you the 40. We got them in 20 milligram um, or 25 and uh, 40. And uh, I had somebody text me over the weekend <clears throat> and say, uh, like, they're like, I started taking them and now I'm about a week and a half in, week and a half, almost two weeks in, taking them every day. And, uh, She's a busy mom who just had twins Oof. that are under a year old. Yeah, she told me she's like, she's like, I feel like the wife and mother that I want to be now that I started taking them. And I was like, that's what we're looking for. for. That's what we're looking to hear. Yeah, and by the way, code GTST on on Ebels dot com for the highest discount available. E A B L E S Ebels dot com. Anyway, it's a good jingle. You know it is. Forget <laughs> anyway. Uh, forget the jingle and go buy you some soft gels. <laughs> so. Uh yeah, I've been on that regiment with plenty of water. Yeah. Um for uh a month or more. Well look at you. Um but yeah, I super high energy at work today. Hmm. Uh super good mood. I think that like the massage helped like work. Oh, stuff it had out. to, yeah. yeah. Uh, just cause especially the neck, like like I it was and normally you know me. Mm. If I'm going to get a massage once in the blue moon. Oh, yeah. No, hold on. Let me reference all the times you've gotten a massage. Okay, got it. Yeah, I know. I don't tell you about everything I do on my days off. Yeah, and especially not if it's fucking massages. Well, you think I want to go public with, like, I'm a regular in Asian, Asian massage parlor? Okay. Oh, is that... Did you get... You got no, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. Okay. I went to uh, a white people massage parlor. I okay, went to good. I went to uh, Massage Envy mm. right by um, Rack House. You know, for two, year, two years ago, for our anniversary, I bought my wife... Uh, $90 gift card to one of those places. Uh-huh. Because that would, I looked it up and that would get you like the full, you know, the full Monty. Yeah. And, uh. That's about what it was. It was like. Yeah. It was like, it was like 70 and then I tipped. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she has yet to use it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take it. Because I- <laughs> I'm on that train right now. But no, so. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. I'm going to go home and wake her up. Hey, babe. Uh, you know that that massage voucher I got you two years ago? Hey, where is that? I want to give it to Matt. <laughs> Regift it to Matt. Anyway, so I went there and um, so you go to an Asian totally massa- naked. Yeah, at a, a massage. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, so and and I've been to some Asian massage parlors before because uh-huh. they're cheap. Uh huh. Ne- I've never gotten a massage. Never gotten a happy ending. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Okay, not in this town. No, East St. Louis, maybe. <laughs> right, but I'm not driving over there. Okay. Yeah, exactly. To, to do what I could do to myself. Yeah. In less time, more efficiently. It, you know, let's not draw any judgments. They're <laughs> professionals, man. But no, they ask you, you are hot, a medium, or soft. Uh huh. That's and, what they do with the Asian. Place. And then about two minutes later, they ask you, is good? Is good. Yeah. And then you're okay. And then for the next hour. There's nothing. They ju- they're just rubbing on you. The same thing, yeah. So I go to Massage Envy yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
Hi, my name's Larkin. I don't know if it was Larkin. It was just... It seemed Lindsay, like a Larkin. Ashley Larkin. What yeah, a, Ashley uh, spelled A-S-H-L-E-E. Yeah, A A I S E S H E L Y. And she's... You know there's some bitch that works at a massage in me that's named 100%. that. 100%. And, yeah. So she says, she's she's like, hi, my name's Ash, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, come follow me. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and get comfortable. And so, you know. Which I, is code for take your cock out. I, I strip down through the, I just I just have my socks on. Mm. And uh, you want to like this? Sure. Yeah. Wanna if you're telling story? story time, I'll get it started. I love weed. So, <laughs> so I'm laying on the, on the bed and I, I, I have a towel over my butt, as you do. And my socks on. And that's it. And she comes in and she starts like, so what are some problem areas for you? Which is totally fine. You know, I'm like my back of my neck, like lower back, my left hip and, you know, whatever. And she's like, okay. And it's me like, so you live around here? Dude, I'm not getting anything out of it. If you keep going. you hit it. might have a hole. No, you have to hit it with a, you you know, you need to hit it with a, no, you're splitting. You're splitting. You got hit with the lighter again. <clears throat> but it was about two minutes conversation. And she asked me, so where do you work? Did you tell her you're a chef? I, I, I didn't say anything. So she says, so do you work around here? Nothing. Not responding. And then she shut up for the next 40 minutes. Fuck! You are not good. At, you just dropped the joint between the soundboard. Don't. Yeah, it's 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 all kind of twisted. I think there might actually be a hole. I'm not sure. <coughs> you might need that. Yeah, you're the expert. You can bring it back to life. Boy, now that I don't pack joints every day, I'm so bad at it. Anyway. So, but it's like, like where do after, you work? So that was the first time I actually I've actually gone to like a professional quote unquote right. chain massage parlor, and I'm telling you, and I've only gotten maybe a half a dozen massages in my entire <laughs> life, but the Asians half a dozen, I've never gotten one. Okay, well, you, do you really want? No, like, I'm. I to tell your buddy. Like, I would go. I hey. would go. I would absolutely go. Okay, here's the thing: Asian massage parlor. We're gonna, we should go get a couple's massage. Should we? Yeah, you I, and me. I'll do it. Oh, fuck it. That could be a that could be a sponsorship on the show. We'll have somebody sponsor our couple's massage. Somebody get us a Groupon. Get us one of those places with a heart shaped tub too. Will you? But but it's like you go to Massage Envy, Massage Lux. Like these chains. Yeah. And it's some white bitch mm-hmm. named Larkin or Ashley. Mm. Or Braylon. Or, yes. <laughs> Braylon. Kaylee. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we sound we sound like we're talking so negative about what, yeah, you still got something there, but it's, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did to it. Um, they really, I was thinking about this the other day because, I get an Instagram for my business, you know, and I ran across some, you know, just, it's just, I put in my Telegram channel one time, I just said, and this is, this is how they're all under this umbrella for me. I just, I just say, this is the phrase that I use, just another whore on the internet. (laughs) Well, 
And now, like, they're in real life. They've invaded real life. The internet has created just a society of horrors. But it's talking. Mm. Like, I'm naked. I'm I'm wearing nothing but socks. Uh huh. And I probably shouldn't even be wearing those in that situation. <laughs> that does seem a little awkward. But my well, only my, the socks. My feet are tore up from years of being on them. It's fair. I don't keep. I I don't. <coughs> I do not keep good. You embarrassed about your feet, man. I don't keep up with my toenail growth. <laughs> and that's something only a single man, mm. almost 40, can get away with. Mm. If I was getting laid on a regular basis, I would totally be on that shit. But I'm not. So who right. cares? <coughs> Try not to bogart this, but... Yeah, you, this is... Well, there's a long... I I don't know what I did, Matt. I don't... (coughs) I don't smoke joints anymore. I only smoke bowls. This is the last time you start this off. I know. I'm sorry. I did the best. I didn't... I provided the way you don't... But I I don't... I don't want to be involved in a conversation (laughs) while while you're rubbing on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I get the same thing... When I go to the haircutting place, I when I go to the haircutting place, I close my eyes. I'm as as yes. far as I'm concerned, yes. I will open my eyes when you're done, and if I have a problem, I'll say something. But these bitches, like they can't even take a hint. I'll close my eyes. I'll sit there, and it's like a second will go by or a couple seconds, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> they realize that my eyes are closed and we're good. We can just head on autopilot here, no problems. And then it's so you have kids, fucking just. Why? Yeah. Why do you need to know about my life? We're never, and I mean never. I don't go to. I even go to the same great clips. We're never gonna see one another again. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I have two kids, Superman and Lois, and they fucked. Like what? Like, there's nothing I could say that we should move your barometer emotionally, even because they're women and that's what they want. Yeah. At all. I hate it. I hate going to get my hair cut for that very reason because I'm going to have to sit in the chair and some bitch is going to ask me questions that she thinks is, are nice. Well, it's ten times worse when you're naked. <laughs> I can imagine. Okay. I can imagine. So, yeah. I, I went and did that and, and she was, you know, the first three minutes trying to conversate. Yeah. And I just, I just like, stopped talking and grunted and she got the message. Yeah. And just like, Kept kept working, kept doing her thing, and yeah. it was you know you know totally professional and up and up. Nice, uh, and I felt like kind of like Jello after I was leaving. Nice, slept like a baby. I should I should try it. I woke up this morning and I was super sore, super mm-hmm. sore. But then I got going, stretched a little bit, got moving, and like got that ebles. Yeah, I did. <laughs> got my took my multis and my yeah. little baby aspirin. Yeah, for the heart health and a prophylaxis. <laughs> Prophylactic for uh, COVID against Wuhan, yeah, and uh, was just, just, just full of energy, today. just ready to rock, just good, yeah, yeah. Look at you, and then uh, yeah, it's like six o'clock. Look at us. Who would have thought? I know it's like six o'clock today. Not me. <laughs> and I look at at uh, uh, my number two, and I look at him. I'm like, so I'm fucking off. Good luck. <laughs> and I, I, I left. 
John is in. <laughs> Looks like you got this and out the yeah. back door. <laughs> John is in Louisville right now. I don't have to worry. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. You know? No. I'll check the grease traps in the morning. Yeah, exactly. I went over to, <laughs> to the little convenience store mm. that's like three spots down from us in the strip mall. <laughs> Excuse me. I bought a. Uh, <laughs> I bought a four pack of Red Bull and a shot of uh, American Honey. Good God! And, like, who who did uh, the sh- did the shot right there at the counter? What happened on the camping trip? Because you're like a new person, and some of the things I love, but he's, he's taking a drink of a seltzer. It's tasty, man. <laughs> and there's hardly compared to the the rum. There's not a whole lot of calories. And quite a bit less alcohol, I'd have to imagine. Yes. Too. So yeah. you know, mom, if you hear that. You well, know. I'm I'm I, I can drink. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no oh I'm I'm stumbling at the end of the night. You right. Know what I, mean? I, I was watching Mad Men the other night, and the episode where they have to fire the the or put him on leave, the guy who pissed his pants because because he's getting loaded constantly. Yeah. Uh, they're like, oh, you go over the line, and then when they're trying to convince him to go, Roger Sterling says that what what does he say? He says this line to him where he's like. I knew a guy who went, it's, you know, the cigarettes. He's like, I knew a guy who went, it was great. And came back with a bunch of fantastic stories and he only drinks beer now. Because <laughs> that's, you know, like that's the barometer for, oh, yeah. he's dried out, you know. Yeah. Jeez. Anyways. You should have been a 1960s ad man, Matt. You would have you fit right in. I should have been a lot of things, but <laughs> I'm an all right chef. Yeah. Well, you're you're a fantastic chef, I think. I am, and um, having experienced your food on a number of occasions, so I did uh, Wellington over the over the weekend. I saw that picture. Yeah, probably it was the the picture I posted wasn't. It was too bloody. Mm. I was busy doing things on the line, and our our psalm took that picture. Right. He put like down nap. He took like three minutes doing it on Expo. <laughs> put like a bunch of black napkins down as a backdrop. Right, good, but took a picture, and the whole time I'm thinking I'm working and not watching him do it, but I'm looking at the other half of the Wellington that's in the window mm. that didn't have any blood running right on the bottom. I'm like, can you grab that one? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but he didn't. So it wasn't exactly the picture I wanted. Right. But still, uh, can I get one of those to go? No. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Wellington for two for ninety five bucks. There you go. Um, I gotta bring the old lady in and do it. We're doing it again this weekend. Um, but yeah, black truffle. Yeah. In uh, in the duck cell, you can get shaved black truffle over the top of everything for an extra five bucks. <laughs> uh, black truffle bordelaise. It was a fant. It, it it's the best Wellington I've ever done. Yeah. Um, good weekend at work, despite you know not having a lot of people. Interviewed a guy today uh, for a sous chef position. Mm-hmm. I was like, "So, what are your what are your salary requirements?" He quotes ten percent over what I'm making. I'm like, "Okay, noted." Yeah, appreciate the input. You know, ten percent over what you're making. I'm like, oh, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, feels bad out there. I know. Speaking of which, make a note on that. We, we I had some off air stuff. Got some off air stuff we from the interview. About, yeah. Well, uh-huh. no, uh, from other stuff I found out later in the day. Oh, is he Jewish? No. <laughs> Dude, dude, I saw a Jew at the post office today. 
I saw a what Jew. What was he doing? At, he was just being a Jew. He was Jewing? He he was. But he had, I shit you not, he literally had the entire look of the merchant, like the happy merchant meme. Like he, if you, if you had to base it off of a real person, I'm telling you, it was this fucking guy. I literally, and I don't do this because it's hella disrespectful, but <clears throat> I was, oh, I want to give that a smell, but I haven't seen those yet. Um... I, I literally wanted to take out my phone and try and do a candid get a snap because with the, with the yarmulke and his face, I'm telling you, it was just it was he looked exactly like him. Yeah, it looked exactly like the caricature. The happy merchant. It was amazing. Ooh, that is boy. You've been jeez, man. Didn't I just send you this eighth like two weeks ago? God, man, jeez. I've only smoked one joint off it. Yeah, really? Well, I bought these papers on Sunday. Is your is your work. is your Grinder full? No, it's about. So this is. Um, it's not. Actually, I want to. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being a nerd, but it's almost. This empty. is the first time I've seen this in person. Mm-hmm. Um, this drip series and stuff. Yeah, you can kind of tell it's sprayed, but I sent Hang on one of these too. I I sent him a bunch of Delta Eight shit, and it's I was not, like, "It's not terrible." And I was like, uh, "I was like, it's a network care package." <laughs> so, uh, um. What's your take on it? Does it get you baked or what is? Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's yeah. good. It's a, it's. I think it's better because it's flour, mm-hmm. which I think does more psychologically. Yeah, you well, know, there's a lot of you know mo- most Delta Eight flour is either CBD or um, CBG that's um, sprayed bud that's sprayed. Yeah, and and um, so you get a lot more effect. P- people don't think you do, but like smoking a CBD joint, like you've done it before. Like that's that, there's. I mean, it's not a stone, but there's definitely an effect there. Yeah. And so that, with the THC, whether it's Delta Eight or not, um, is a, is a totally new, totally different. No, much it's better it's, experience. It's not, it's not a bad product at all. Let me see. You got that jar? Actually, I want to see. This is their sharpest looking product, though. I think it, so it's, far. It's it's not it's not bad. I mean, it it you know, looks like what you'd get in the dispensary. Pretty much. Haley's Comet Sativa. By the way, thank you for all those listeners out there. You've been supporting us for 300 episodes. I would just like to let everybody know that for the next 300, we we, we will be presenting a new precedent. What's that? We will continue to not care. <laughs> That's true. It's our commitment to you. And uh, are you making a joint? Yeah. What do you think nice. I went over there, got my papers, and they're my grinder? I don't. I have. I haven't seen anybody make a joint in years. You've seen me do this in the past year. Roll one. Yeah. Pack a cone. Okay, maybe pack a papers. Cone. I don't think I've. I haven't smoked or seen anybody smoke out of papers in a long ass time, bro. <laughs> okay, so is that? See, I can never finger it because my I, I'm just constantly sweating, <laughs> and everything sticks to my fingers. Ladies, why would that be something that's um? Well, Matt, when you're in a relationship with a woman, all right, okay, I, I understand now. I know it's been some time, but uh, dude, you know who popped up on my feed actually, and I'll I'll cut her name out if if uh, someone from Applebee's. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, well, I know, but no, I didn't realize. Uh, 
<laughs> Grace follows Give That Some Thought on Instagram. <laughs> what a I dumb know. bitch. I know. I know because Why? I I I, I don't know. Was I, the, I can only assume it was from like years ago or something. Am I the Goyim who got away? <laughs> Actually, I will say this. We're going to start delivering now that we're over the hump, now we're over 300. If anyone is curious about this woman, with, with with your permission, Matt, if you don't want me to, I won't, obviously. But but if anybody wants to see a picture of a girl that Matt dated at one point and is, shall you say, in the inner circle, um, I'd be happy to, I'd be happy to provide that. <laughs> unless, you, unless you don't want me to. If you don't want me to, I, I won't, but... Privately, just screenshots. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, man, I, I could probably get her to unfollow him pretty quick. Um, because yeah, as you can attest. Yeah, I think your views sort of went polar opposite over the. <laughs> I think that was part of the wake up call. A little I, bit. Did that start your descent into domestic no, terrorism? No, no. I, I I'd been a conspiracy <laughs> theorist since. Uh, the I woke up the morning of nine eleven. Really, yeah, bro. I um, heard that, but there was spoiler. It's all been a lie. <laughs> Looking back, she should have been a major red pill for me on some stuff, and That's it fair. wasn't. And now I see it, and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, you know. Couldn't see it because you were blinded by titties. She had some fantastic cans. She really you. did. Quite sizable. Um, not really sizable, but just good proportions. For her body. Yes. Which is not yes. fantastic. A, a full D cup, sure. Yeah. Maybe some more, but, you know. No, good, they're, they're yeah. Good nipple to areola ratio. Respectable. Oh, really? Oh, well. Yeah. I don't want you to kiss <clears throat> and tell. I'm thirsty. We're going to let that chill for a minute. Well, let's uh Matt, what have you got for us over here? Um Well, I should have I should have made a jingle for Watercast now that we're over 300. <laughs> so is this Hawaiian punch? Do I need like <laughs> It looks like a Capri Sun a it little does. bit. It looks Do like I a need, Capri like, Sun. Do I need a yeah. pouch? No, I here, Here's yours. Take no, yours. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Or do I need a straw for this? It's Now, so and again, I I I was I was told to bookend it, so I'm I'm going to do that. This episode of Watercast is brought to you by uh, the fine folks over at the Hango Show, um, who, who sponsored it. Go check it out at tripodbroadcasting.com/slash the Hango Show. It's fantastic. I assume I don't know. I, I don't listen to them. I just post them. <laughs> I'm just kidding, buddy. I listen to some of them. But yeah, he sent. So what is this? Emergency drinking water. <laughs> Four point two two fluid ounces. That's the oddest part. One eighth U.S. quart. One hundred twenty-five milliliters. Yeah. E portable potable. But I don't know. Drink water. Yeah. So there's how many different languages are there on here? Uh, One, so there's two, three. three. There's there's English, German, and French. Eu portable. Portable. Port. You had it right. Port. Eu portable. And then well, there's uh, no R in there. Drink Wasser. <laughs> drink Wasser. Um, 
Okay, so let's emergency consumption. I'll read the ingredients. And in, the, in the back, they looks like they have Spanish and French and Chinese. Something is that? Is or that may, Chinese? Could be Japanese. It could be Korean. Could be Korean. Yeah, I think that's Korean. Well, there's two lines. If you look, there are, but some of them have two, because the Spanish one has two two paragraphs so does the english no the french has two has two paragraphs the spanish is one. Oh, is that not spanish <laughs> no <laughs> no consumer agua that's definitely spanish you're right you're right and that and, <laughs> and so that one's french yeah 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 the this french is, one has got okay, two first uh, off you talk i'm gonna look up the, the company here yeah please do i'm gonna read this so the, on the back it says emergency co- consumption uh, colon, and then here's the paragraph underneath it. Drink no water first 24 hours. Now, I don't know. So I read this when I got them. What does that mean? Drink no water for the first 24 hours, what, after the emergency? Or no, some kind of no, sickness? You are presumably in a survival situation. So they're just talking about how so to ration what, whatever hydration you had. That's so you- odd, though, because, like, the, how many, like, this, the back of this package doesn't know how many of these I have. Yes, but presumably just seems like you only have one. Right, because it's an emergency. Right, like you've already lost your water bottle. You 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 had. <laughs> is that so it? this is what's in your emergency pack. Only open if you're about to die. Gotcha. Well, no, I mean that's obviously not the assumption as we move on here. But drink no water first twenty four hours unless sick or injured, or in desert conditions. Thereafter, approximately eight ounces to each of the four ounce bags. By the way, per day minimum. This posi-sealed bag, I don't know what that means, may be checked by squeezing. Did you give yours a little squeeze, Matt? Okay. Mm-hmm. Re- <laughs> Replace bag if air or water escapes. Recommended life five years or is established by local administration. And then administration is in all caps. Isn't that follow So the this science. is a military subcontractor for the Marines and other... Oh, he brought us some spook water, bro. Marines, British Coast Guard... Coast Guard. Um, or are these just the people they sell to? Uh, sailing. Uh, a sailing organization. <laughs> of some kind. <laughs> like All-American Safety Company. No, this is... Um, this it's is a, It's a bag. This is some MR, MRE shit right here. So, Yeah. Um, dude, drinking these is going to be awkward as hell. Because you see this? You see this tear thing? Like, yeah, you got to suck on them. No, so dump it. I'm I'm gonna tear right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and tear. And I'm gonna tear like. All right, got that off. Here we go. Let's see what we get off the bouquet. <laughs> it's tough. I'm getting nothing. I'm getting. I'm sniffing the piece of plastic I tore off the corner. <laughs> That is um, It's like the flattest water we've ever had I was about to say that's really flat It tastes a little like paper It's so like You get that? Maybe it's just because this tear <laughs> But you know what I mean It is. It is a very flat dry water 
Like, it's not... I mean, it keep you alive, obviously, but... It tastes like cardboard. It's a little bit of cardboard flavor. These are not great. You know what it tastes like? Honestly, here, no, that the paper, the cardboard, it tastes like super soft water. Is that it? Yeah. Like you just replaced Boy, it is like not... the salt tabs in your water purifier because you live out in the country. Uh-huh. And it... And you, or whatever the tabs are, you put in a water, or, you know, a water softener. Uh-huh. And you, like, that It's not great. Coming off the water softener. Because a water softener, what they do, what it does is it filters out minerality. Yeah. It's supposed to filter out, like, sulfur and bad things, but it ends up filtering out, like, all minerality. What you're tasting is water that is... The most neutral water. Yeah, the most exactly because I think it's that's in a pouch, probably distilled even like this. Probably, is... probably it's probably still water that it's it's in a a pouch yeah. and it has to you know survive. Just not be gross. Yeah, it had you know it has to not eat through the pouch in five years and leak. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's what we're dealing with here. Um. Well, these are. Uh... <laughs> yeah. They'll keep you alive. That's my rating. Um, honestly, wouldn't grab again. But <laughs> the taste, <laughs> still getting it. It's kind of gross. There is a there's there's more of a taste to it than just. It's flat, but almost metallic. Get a metallic. I, it's like papery to me. Yeah, no, I I I understand that, but I don't eat paper um, <laughs> a lot. Uh. Okay, so let's just go off this the metric. Um a one for flavor. Yeah. Like if we're one through four points, it gets one point. Yeah. Just barely because it's it's water, it's wet. It'll keep you alive, yeah. Um Well, like I said, it'll keep you alive. There's the The packaging. Um it's zero out of ten. <laughs> well no, the nozzle, I'll give it a half point for the nozzle for the cap. Because it's it's kind of like create your Easy. own cap. Um, you can you make it as big or, or as small option. as you want. Yes, I see because that. it's literally because you could cut this and it'd probably be way yeah. easier to drink. We, yes, could, we didn't. We tore it. You but could cut it on a corner, uh-huh. and it'd be like you could use like a squirt. Yeah, squirt exactly. Bottle. Yeah, a tiny little cut. And, <sighs> as far as like the packaging the goes, and yeah. like it's 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 very industrial. Um, it's hand feel, if you will. Very tenuous, <laughs> fragile, if you will. Yeah, I wonder what it would take to break one. Like, just step on it. Like, how much how much pressure it would take to bust through it? Probably not a ton. But you have. But just look at the seam, though. Like, see, that's what I mean. Like, the seam is pretty thick, and it is really sealed. Yeah. Take you know it out what, on the porch after you know this what, and step on no, it. No, you know what this would be great for? What's that? Throw it in the freezer. Uh-huh. Or in oh, the, use it as an ice pack? Like the oven in a towel <laughs> for like 10 minutes. I use like a hot or cold pack. Oh, put it on your, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to drink the rest of mine just to see. I wonder, I wonder if you can freeze them. It doesn't say do not freeze, but I feel like maybe that would bust them open. Now I'm kind of curious about that too. 
Like, I don't know if there's enough space in there. Can you get the end of it? No, at the end. You know how pool water tastes? Yeah, like chlorine? That's how it tastes at the end. Well, maybe they got an extra little drop in there. I would not doubt. It, no, It's spook water. No, I mean, for, I, it is spook water, 100%. But for they, they say contents, but they don't have any ingredients. Where does it say contents? I don't see on the that front. Anywhere. Contents. 4.227 oh, fluid Oh, yeah, ounces. but it's just the size. Yeah. But they don't say ingredients anywhere? No, it doesn't. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if this was, no, if this was slightly chlorinated. To last? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could see that. Trying to look this thing up. How do you think you say this? Datrex? Detrex. Detrex. That's how they used to do the the drug deals over at Detrex. (laughs) Why'd you laugh at that? Fucking retard. I didn't laugh. I snorted. That's true. Life-saving products. Look at the the All-American Safety Company. Look at these guys. Recreational marine safety, emergency preparedness. British Coast Guard, Coast Guard, what is it? Handles the following, servicing of the following brands. Zodiac, DBC, CSM, Fujikura, SMR, Switlick, Toyo, C-Safe, Avon, Avon, Lifeguard, Revere, BFA, Givens, Plastimo, West Marine, Winslow, Yulong, Rubber, Dulary, and Survival Technologies, and Viking. They're all they're all government contractors. Our own brands are Datrex, C-Safe, Revere, 3SI, Duari, Yulong, and Switlick. Boy, this is, but this shit is all out of China. Okay, so you know all, all your white label shit? Yeah. Like, and you're swapping back and forth, like, hey, this product, this product. Yeah. Like, I'll do this for you, you do this for me. It's the same thing, just with military contractors. So it's like the guy who makes, you know, packages the jerky in an MRE. You know what I mean? It's the CEO and founder right there. I want to know that <laughs> Salt guy. Salt of the earth. I know. He kind of, he's. I want to be friends with that guy. An early commercial importer of life craft, of life rafts. John has built Datrex into one of the largest private manufacturers and distributors of marine safety products in the United States. Oh, so they focus on water safety. He he looks like the kind of guy who's a deacon at a Southern Baptist church. He does. But can also get you the best hooker pussy in the city. He can do both, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look up Datrix revenue, see if I'm going to get anything. Uh, the country company profile on Dunn and Bradstreet is... Come on, load, you bastard. Oh, looks like revenue is eight million annually. That's not much. I would have thought it would have been more. Well, I mean, what if he's a guy who was, you know, an almost eight million in total sales? What if We're doing two different kinds of weed, Matt? Yeah. What if um, he was a guy who built this company to do military contracts, but then, you know. He lost out. The best he could do was... <laughs> the some... fucking water patch guy? Well, no, like, <laughs> selling this shit at, like, tactical shit. You know what I mean? 
and like gun stores and to survivalists. And to the Coast Guard. Yeah, you know. Which is not a real branch. Well, it's complicated. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think I've ever smoked weed like this. Well, between the emergency drinking water pouch, mm. the and the Bud Light seltzer, I've never been more hydrated. Yeah, you still haven't opened that second one. Every every couple of minutes, I feel think about grabbing it. But. You really want it, don't you? Well, the bubbles, like I said, the bubbles after I smoke. I, I like drinking carbonated stuff after I smoke. Dude, it's not bad. <laughs> oh, the seltzer. It's five percent. If you had a couple sips off that, that it's not it's not real alcohol. Oh, you're trying to drag me down a bad path. I'm man. not trying to drag you. You down. are. You are. Because if you if you drink that, I'm gonna have to go upstairs in a minute and give myself another one. Actually, I, <laughs> yeah, maybe I should pop the top on that and then make you go upstairs and get me some Coke Zero. That's what, that's what I really want. But I'm too lazy to go up and get it. Have you heard the one <laughs> about how the World's Fair was a key figure? Like all of the World's Fairs across the world was a key figure and key event in uh, rewriting the history at that time period? Uh, yeah, I think so. You heard about that? Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it was all about restructuring these major cityscapes. Restructuring the major cityscapes is, is, is one of the things that kind of ties in. And supposedly, like, I, I don't know, listen to some guy on Tenfold revealing, Hat. Revealing inventions as new that had been... Around for much longer than... Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, we had ice cream cones for several thousand years. And they only became a thing at the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis. Right, right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, for some reason I've been listening to Tinfoil Hat because I got bored, and so what I've been doing is I've been going and and it, if I like the title or mm-hmm. it seems interesting, I'll listen to it because fuck Sam Tripoli, seriously. And I, I apologize to any of our listeners who might be fans of his, but positively the worst behind mic style of of anyone that I have listened to more than one episode of. Yeah. I mean, just just horrible. He's just awful. Um, but he gets he books great guests somehow, <laughs> somehow. Because if I were them and I listened to a show, I'd be like, I'm not going to go on this shouting idiots platform. But who knows? Yeah, because I don't it's, know. it's 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 minor leagues for Joe Rogan. Is that what he is? Is that yeah? Kind of his? If you if oh. you can, if you, you get can, on tinfoil hat, then you get on Joe. You, well, if you can do tinfoil hat. And you be can, reasonable. Uh huh. Then you can hang with Joe. You might be able to get on Joe. Hmm. And then pff, you're you're made at that point. Yeah. I thought about I thought about um, <laughs> trying to get a couple people on our show, or um, I thought about trying to do um, some other shows as well. Thought it might be good publicity for this one, but then I would uh, think that I need to clean this one up. And uh, I wouldn't do it because, I don't know, listen, listeners aren't enough of an uh, incentive for me. I 
Are you getting me a Coke Zero? Yeah. Oh, Matt. You're too good to me, man. Here in your uh, basement where I interrupted your uh, succession. Don't be disrespectful. You trying to get, get me to kill this joint while you're up there? You're too good to me, sir. I'm all right. My gosh. This thing just goes forever, man. Yeah, because somebody who knows what they're doing rolled it. Okay. I wasn't raised on drugs like you, man. I wasn't raised on drugs either. <laughs> I know. I'm just... Mm. Mm. Put you, a little rum in there? Can you taste the rum? Did you put some in there? No, I didn't put any rum in there. No. I wouldn't do you, I wouldn't do you like that. No, you, ru- no you, roofies you're afraid, either? You're afraid to drink a Bud Light seltzer. I'm not going to give I'm you not afraid. actual alcohol. <laughs> Please. Bro, you don't, you know, come on. <laughs> you you know I can hang perfectly fine when it comes to knocking them back, sadly. For the first three or four, sure. Um, well, we've never been really drunk together, I don't think. We haven't gone toe-to-toe. Well, not quite toe-to-toe, but there have been times where I have been far more drunk than you. Um, yeah. And... Far more of these, where you were far more drunk than me. <laughs> no offense, but uh, none taken. I I'll cut this out if you want me to. But I do refer to that ridiculous party that Meredith threw for her birthday. I refer to it as the night Matt lost his car <laughs> because you did. You actually lost it. Yeah, and you lucky son of a bitch. You you. Uh, I refer to it as the night, like. <laughs> mm. It was an interesting night all around. <laughs> I would enjoy forgetting it, uh, but I can't. Well, you tried your hardest. <laughs> I can't. The judges won't let me forget. Ah, mm, well. Put it at I've, that. Yeah, I've got a few of those myself, my friend. <laughs> So that you know, that's what that is. God, at this point, it's just like we should just you know we we should rename it for this one three hundred one, and mm-hmm. we'll call it episode one, and we'll call it. I was gonna try and make a play off of uh, off of <laughs> getting Doug with high, <laughs> but that night I I I was arrested. Oh, it was. Oh, I was arrested about a thousand feet from where the venue was, in a residential neighborhood. Uh, halfway was it up, that close? Halfway up on yeah, halfway up on a sidewalk. Yeah, um, it was an evening. It was an evening. Yes, my wife was really mad at me that I let you drive. You should not have. She's totally I tr- justified. I tried not to. You should have physically forced me. I. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Maybe that's for the best. Maybe. There 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 was um 
there were multiple physical attempts made. And we can we can just leave it at that okay. if you want. I did. I mean, I bear hug you by your. I try to tackle you and get your keys out of your hand, basically. Yeah. But imagine what I, what I could do if I were sober. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Huge mistake. Driving. A lot of the night. But yeah, no, uh, <laughs> operating a motor vehicle on a sidewalk was one of the things. Um, yeah, you got super baked and, or yeah, you got super drunk and um, <laughs> hung out with Aaron at the bar the whole night. <laughs> He's not like a bad guy if you're totally inebriated. <laughs> oh, actually, um, I'm supposed to invite you. <laughs> So he's looking at maybe doing this as like an annual thing, but when the, when there was a shower for his kid, uh-huh. um, he what he did basically is because a lot of times the guys will get together and you know play poker or something like that. I did sure, that, sure. So that's what he did. Uh, only he got a local Airbnb and every and everybody from around we just because it was somebody else's house and then we like ordered pizza or whatever. Anyways, he's doing it again on the twenty third, which I think is a Saturday. Hmm. Uh, but he was like. You're welcome to see if Matt's interested in coming. It'll be me, him, Rick, a couple of the guys you don't know. But I don't know. We're going to sit around. I mean, I'm going to be bagged, so what do I care? <laughs> I'd be down. Saturday night? I think I think it's a Saturday, the 23rd, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. He's, he's He's got a place in uh, – I, th- I think the place he switched to, he's, he got some place on Airbnb in, like, Eureka that's, like, hmm. huge. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun. Be good I mean, if I can carpool down there with you, I wouldn't be opposed. Yeah, or you can come to my place and we can go down there from there too, if you want. Because that would, if I came up to get you and then down there, like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't make the most sense. I, I think I'm, yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's I'm done. pretty much set. There's still a couple folks on there, but as there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had to look in in the carpet for my weed, so I <laughs> I must smoke my carpet weed. Um. So my mom texts me like almost every episode, just her thoughts or whatever. Yeah. And she just, and this is, you know, point of, um, point of compliment, I guess. She thinks you're hilarious. Well, I am. Most of our <laughs> listeners think that. Do they? Well, yeah. I don't know. Like if you go, uh, <laughs> if we're just looking at the amount of times I make you laugh. Versus you make me laugh. That's a bad metric, though. Because that doesn't translate to the audience because they're not as it retarded does, as I am. It does because, it's, no, it's the dynamic. See, the audience, uh, if, okay. if you have the host of the show cracking up at the sidekick, what is, you know. Is that, am I the host then? <sighs> what is the audience following with, right? What is their reaction to it? Right. Right. It's the host thinks this is funny. Everyone can think this is funny, right? That's if it's, fair. If it's I give them a lot of if permission. If it's a sidekick laughing at something that no one else is laughing at. Mm. Bad, then bad. Then it's like, uh, oh, should we laugh at this? If if it's actually funny or not, it doesn't matter. Right? Uh, so you're saying that determines the amount of humor in some way? Or a, little, the one a little bit? Gr- the one who kind of grants permission for this to be humorous. Gotcha. You know what I mean? 
So That's I fair. tell a joke, I come at it sideways in a way you're not suspecting. Right, which makes it you funny. have a yes, then you have a big laugh over it, which mm. then gives the audience permission to enjoy it. To enjoy it. Interesting. Like nigger. <laughs> you're laughing, but it's not in a way that the audience can enjoy because mm. I just said nigger. And Is that it? You don't want to Only laugh. Only I at can that. enjoy that. No, are no, those for me? You're laughing at its inappropriateity. Right. Not at its innate humor. Because there's no humor there. Mm. I just said nigger, and that was it. It's pretty funny, though. Yeah, but you're laughing at me saying something so inappropriate and continue to say it. Am I, though? Nigger. I'm, maybe I like it in and of itself. But you didn't laugh that time. I didn't because I forced myself not and to. And it's, it's not funny because, you know... And the audience won't find that funny because you haven't given them permission to laugh at it. Interesting. As the host. Gotcha. As the person they're taking their comedic cues from them. Am I providing the am I the engine of comedy on this show? Absolutely. You think so? But you're the guy who's operating the turn signal. <laughs> saying, okay, this is good, this is not. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. You're the traffic light. Am I? You're the stop sign. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would listen. I seriously don't. I say I know I say that all the time, but I, I I don't understand why anyone would. Yeah, truly. And I listen to some some wacky shows, but and they I'm, all have and I'm like sorry. structure. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Mrs. Todd. I'm sorry mm. for just saying the words I said. Offensive, yes. Hilarious to some. <laughs> and I, I'm glad you enjoy my humor um, because I don't. Uh, she mean does. It. She said that at the fire. She's like, she's like, his stories are hilarious. I think because they're enough out there. So you're killing it in the 64 year old divorcee category. Just so you know, uh, I'm not though. I'm I'm running like well, a, you are 50 percent rating. My mom doesn't think I'm that funny. Well, you know. But then I don't share it with stories. My mom does. My mom doesn't listen to the podcast. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I think it's. I think it's just a a, a relatability with enough absurdism hmm. packed on top of it. Is that it? I think so. Well, we got hotter there for some reason. We did. I don't know why. Out of nowhere, it's fucking bored, man. It must be our CIA agent. It's it's haunted, in. bro. It's haunted. Uh, I do like the way that the word haunted reminded me of that Sam Tripoli. He so everybody that comes on, he's like he's like. Uh, what do you think, uh, is the nature of, uh, where we live? Do you think it's flat? Every guest. Every guest. And I know, which, it's like, come on, man. (laughs) But, but, uh, I do kind of like this one thing that he says, because he says, what's that? Nothing, go ahead. The way he puts it, he's like, he's like, I think we live in a haunted house. I was like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. You know, in, in the sense that it's constructed and you can't see behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that are deliberately put there to scare you. I forget the author, but he had a book called The Demon Haunted World. Right? I'm not familiar, but <laughs> my mom's probably got it on her shelf. <laughs> no, he was a Carl, Carl Wood guest from back in the day, but The Demon Haunted World. And I, it goes also to um, what David Icke talks about. We're a, a species with amnesia. Um, hmm. I, I I think we. I, mean, I was not I can forever. But but then take it back to like Carl Jung and um, 
what's the guy father of uh, psychiatry? Oh, uh, Freud. Uh, Freud, Sigmund Freud. Like, mm. like we're, we are haunted by traumas of our past. And I don't think that's just the microcosm of right. your own childhood. I think it's the, the macrocosm of our species' childhood. And I think that we are haunted by, you know, take it the evolutionary path of it's all just matter in motion, just randomness, and a fish crawled out of the ocean, and here we are as humans with consciousness. Or, you know, the Bible. Either or, we're still haunted by that ape dancing around the obelisks in 2001, or we're haunted by... The two buildings coming down. Well, I was about to say, you know, the two sons, Jacob and Esau. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's still these traumas, not just on a microcosm of, of us growing up through our childhood and what happened to us, and then us being stupid young adults, and then us still trying to just barely function as adults mm. and as older adults, <laughs> giving wisdom to younger adults. We're still, as a species, dealing with the ghosts of our past. Um, and not just the traumas of our grandparents, but the traumas of the Bronze Age. You know oh, what I mean? Shit, the Bronze Age. You know, it's been a while since I brought up the Bronze Age in therapy. I probably should. It's been. I agree. It's, you're missing get my the, traumas. You're missing out. the point. I'm making a joke. I know, and it's not Fuck funny. Yet, and no see, one thinks it's funny. Okay. Whatever. Somebody out there laughed. Uh, and they're retarded, probably for laughing, but um. No, that's that. Well, that was the first thing I thought of when you started down that kind of fleshing out that idea because you were like talking about traumas and embedded. I'm like, see, that is kind of the difference, and that that is the the thing that people say really changed it, it with Kennedy mm-hmm. because it was like it was that first thing where it was like, boom, everybody, regardless of of you know even party affiliation and and whatever, was just shocked and horrified by what they saw. Yeah. Just like nine eleven, just like well, because you know, I think that people else. people realized what it was in real time. It was the nation that was untouchable mm. couldn't touch certain things. Yeah, now apparently has a giant chink in their armor. <laughs> well, so to speak. just you know, I mean, he he was really talking about the deep state. Yeah, he was. Yeah, at a point where you know, exposing the deep state could have completely. Um, Change un, things. Un, undone what they were doing. Yeah. You know. Um, and so that show of force, which is what the Kennedy assassination was, it was a show of force. Um, and a cult ritual. And we could get to anybody at any time, so, you know. Yeah, buckle up. Um, yeah, it, and it's led to where we are now in our in our democracy. 100%. Excuse me, our republic. I was going to say democracy. Our alleged republic and our democracy. Yeah, now it seems like a pure technocracy. Yeah. Well, anyways, in 2024, we can all vote for Trump and, uh, you know, right the sinking ship, Matt. Haven't you heard? Uh, so I, I'm all about this guy, <laughs> Madison Thoroughbred. He's a like a Republican. Who? What? Okay, I gotta go take a piss. But look at like Madi- okay, Madison. Okay, look up Madison Thoroughbred. Not his not, name's not Thoroughbred, but like <laughs> he's a state representative. He's supposed to speak at some Trump rally coming up at the end of the month. 
Oh, you know, there's there's going to be one here. Didn't I tell you about that? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, those uh No, yeah, the seltzers run right through you. No. That in the MRE water. So I Googled Madison Trump rally because you mentioned that going up the stairs. And I'm like, I don't know his last name. Okay. Uh, that'll, that's how I found him. Put it into DuckDuckGo. Uh, first one is Madison.com. It's a, it's a counter protesters clash at Madison rally. They're talking about the location. The second one. And this, I clicked on it because I'm like, oh, the, this is who. Here's the headline that DuckDuckGo can let me see. Hitler admirer. <laughs> And Congressman Madison Cawthorn threatens dot, dot, dot. And I was like, oh, boom, click. Here's the full headline from, and then we're going to get into the, the, the outlet that it's from. Hitler admirer and Congressman Madison Cawthorn threatens, quote, bloodshed at pro-Trump rally in North Carolina. And this is from <laughs> Media Powerhouse, WSWS.org. Matt, are you familiar with this? First off, just, okay. Look at this guy. <laughs> Look at this guy. <coughs> no, he's you want you want to tell me what because I saw his picture. He's here. a he's a better looking Henry Cavill. He's Greitens 2.0. That's what I'm saying. Look, he's he's Henry Cavill, but non you want to trust this guy. I I don't. I'd spook all over that guy. No, a hundred percent if you're in the know. But no, he's, if you're, he's he's Greitens 2.0. If you're not like look at that chin. Okay. Yeah. No, you could cut ice with it. It's it's just yeah. You're just like... It's so sharp. This guy... It's like me 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, fuck off. Uh, no, so WSWS.org. This is the... And I, I saw this at the very top World Socialist website. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, that's weird. So I scroll all the way down to the bottom of the article, and I click on About. About the World Socialist website. The WSWS is the online publication of the World Trotskyist Movement. The International Committee... Yeah, it gets better. The International Committee of the Fourth International... I don't know what that is. The Fourth International? That sounds like the Fourth fucking Reich. <laughs> yeah, but it's op- it's the opposite because it's about globalism. Well, and its affiliated sections in the Socialist Equality Parties around the world. It launched publication in February 1998 and has been publishing continuously for the past 23 years. The Fourth International is probably some sort of reworking of Fourth Industrial Revolution. That's what I mean. But on like social justice warrior terms. International Committee of the Fourth International. Here's the Wikipedia article. Um... The ICFI is the name of two Trotskyist internationals, one with sections named the Socialist Equality Party, which publishes the World Socialist website, and another linked to the Workers' Revolutionary Party in the UK. So this is just British communism, is basically <laughs> all this is. 
the fourth international. Wow. Interesting. It's a bunch of college kids who have want to be socialist, an idea until they get money. And then they're like, shit, the socialism stuff is not for me because I have money and I want to protect it. <laughs> but Madison Cawthorn, is this guy not like the face of <laughs> Republican Americanism? No, but if it was like Trump Cawthorn 2024. Yeah. You think so? I mean, I mean, come on. That is. <laughs> Would you vote for him? No, but that's the most. Contra- <laughs> it's so controversial. Yeah. Just what he's, what he. Yeah. What a uh, precursory. Square, square jawed white guy of him yeah. on the internet shows up right yeah you Hitler go- admirer you Google him and it's Hitler admirer yeah square chin cishet white man yeah exactly you know yeah no he's 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 Chad is foretold he's, he's <laughs> but like you know that would be it it would it would be something that. It would be the pendulum swinging to ju- the extreme opposite end. It will. After the yeah, hand you that. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> they were currently under undergoing. Yeah. You know? No, it's true. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> That's so funny. I've had to explain that to a number of people. Really? Yeah. And they're like, what is that? And then I have to explain it. Yeah. But then other people. So I, I, I randomly, I posted on Instagram the other day and my um, the, the story that you can make private and I just said, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and like 10 people up in the DMs like, bro. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, Carlwood on the re- the most recent Higher Side Chats. I haven't listened yet. He uh, started the show, his intro, and then he's like, let's go, Brandon. And how we doing there, Higher Side Chatters? <laughs> <Did he really? laughs> yes. My man, my man. Well, he listens to No Agenda, so he. He actually brought up No Agenda twice in this past episode. Really? Yeah. He's been yeah. bringing it up a lot in this. Well, in this, uh, and I, I kind of felt going to get Adam on again. I kind of felt like the, the, the person he was interviewing mm. might have been a listener to uh, No Agenda as well. But um, oh, and maybe that's where they were. Huh? Um, the guy he was interviewing just kind of basically talking about general conspiracy over the past year and a half. Yeah, COVID heavy, but a lot of There's other a lot of that on a lot of channels. But I think it's it's necessary, man. You have a Is lot. It? Of, yeah, you have a lot of people who are just tuning into this because yeah. of, of COVID and vaccines and all, everything else. Yeah, they're like, so what the hell's going on? <laughs> well, I I remember when when I first got into conspiracies, like it was nine eleven stuff, and it was just years yeah. and years of just nine eleven stuff. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. True. Yeah, and so like when you're presented with this conspiracy reality going right, o- half a dozen of them come through within a span of six months but but going over the same information yeah over it's kind of like you know a kindergartner you know you go over the abcs every day yeah it's true yeah and second graders you know you go it over every week yeah third graders every week by the time you're in sixth grade you don't need to go over it again because you've you know yeah it's repetitious yeah at that point in that same vein, this is another thing that I, I get, and to be fair, and I don't think the two people I'm thinking of probably listen, but if they do, I, I feel bad. 
I feel bad at how I react sometimes when people ask me things because I do the show mm-hmm. and and it is it's it, you know it's a public format in some ways um but a lot of times you know people will be like so what do you so you know I just I mean if the two towers you know like no planes really and it's like you know for, like this was shit I read about like five fucking years ago, dude. Like, yeah. and 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 I'm I try and be as patient as I can, but sometimes I'm like, oh, motherfucker, don't you get it? Like, they're the mark of the beast is probably already in a lab. Like, let's get just get everybody get on square one here. Yeah, and just it's all been a lie. Just <laughs> just accept that. <laughs> because I yeah, there's a there's a couple people that that and, and are personal friends of mine that believe that. 19 hijackers flew planes into buildings. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, God. I'm doing the best I can. I got three babies at home, and I'm trying to... <laughs> but to my point, like, you need to, when you're first getting introduced to... When the veil first lifts, mm. whatever it is behind the veil that you're seeing, I think you need to have a lot of time to really digest that and go over it from a lot of different angles. Right. And so that's why I think that, you know, like we talked about this last year, but in our dank memes three years ago, mm-hmm. every 10th post was some sort of dogging people who are anti-vax. Yeah. They, they, they memed this vax controversy into reality. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Like yeah. it's, it started there. And if you didn't see the groundswell there, well, okay, maybe you weren't paying attention, but for the people who were paying attention, that sentiment that was sowed into people mm-hmm. to to establish a baseline of ridicule among anybody who would question be it. vaccine hesitant. Um, vaccine hesitant. That's a well, that's a real you know that's a real uh. world term that people use. Um. Yeah, it just it's it's all smoke and mirrors. So when you first peel back the you know the veil and you see back behind the curtain, whatever you're seeing, you kind of need to take a beat and say, okay, this is happening. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let me fully digest this. Let me assimilate verify, a little bit. Right. Yeah. And that's why we see so much of the same information being um, given over and over and over again the past Rehashed. year and a half. Yeah. What is that? Your vape. Dude, I think a ghost just hit your vape. That definitely sounded like somebody sucking on a vape. And the light lit up. I may be burning too many candles right now. Um I yeah, I I because I, I had a friend ask me the other day, they're like, Well, what makes you think that um how did he phrase it? He's like, what makes you think that it's headed towards a one world religion? And I was like, fucking all of this shit. Like, yeah, like, I don't even like, where do I even begin with a question like that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's there. I'm like, I, well, um, so aliens and science, like, I mean, seriously, like, where do you know? Just to say, <laughs> How many people with a substantial platform are anti-vax? 
<laughs> None? It Well, in the religious community. How many people in the religious community... A handful. Okay, with a substantial platform. It, it gets even narrower, but I would still say a handful. Because I, I know of a couple. Okay. And they're fucking post-millennial a-holes, but... But... The Pope... Yeah, right. oh, he's he's all he's the in. leader of a third of the religious peoples in this world. It just the ghost just hit that again. It's really kind of freaking me out. Why is it doing? That? I don't know, dude. I don't fuck with vapes. That's really weird. Anyway, um, the Pope, right? Uh huh. The alleged Pope. <laughs> yeah, are you black Pope, white Pope, like which? The puppet Pope. Yeah, the TV Pope. <laughs> yes, uh, he's like it is your Christian duty. Yeah, to get to, to get, get vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. Like it's loving your neighbor is getting vaccinated. Yeah, which and most other evangelical leaders are in, in that camp as well mm-hmm. with the major platforms. Which, uh, if you look at the historical Jesus, if you look at the the biblical Jesus, mm. now why would we want to do that, man? So you can make a case that he's socialist to win an argument against a conservative Christian. Oh, cool. on Facebook. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, he's like, sell your cloak and buy a sword, right? Yeah. Like he's like, prepare for this shit because it's coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I I healed some people, and I fed five thousand. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, you're going to be up against forces that are going to tear you apart no and you're not going to stand a chance yeah but if you endure then you know the prize is waiting yeah and uh you know the devil will deceive even the elect right that's what it says even those chosen by god will be deceived so when you have Someone who who is, you know, uh, the head of a major world religion, which, you know, if you subscribe to my theory of bureaucracies, <laughs> they're controlled by who? Yeah. So this would count as a bureaucracy, a kingdom yeah. of this world, controlled by an, an entity. Um, so... Should you listen to the Pope when he says it's your Christian duty? Right. Should you listen to Joel Osteen? <laughs> right. And Billy Graham Jr.? Yeah. And Christianity Today? Yes. Yeah. Or and Hillsong, probably. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, televangelist is telling you to get the vax, because getting the vax means loving your neighbor. Right. <laughs> well, okay, for that pussy-ass Christianity, No. <laughs> yeah, just out of spite. Now I'm never getting it. Because yeah. this is something I, I don't know if I've talked about on the show before, but tolerance is not a Christian virtue. No, no, not at all. Can I say that again for those in the back? Uh, yeah. Tolerance is not a Christian virtue. Correct. Tolerance is abiding sin. Hmm. You could even say it's aiding and abetting sin because you're the vape is fine. Don't worry about the vape. I know the light came on even though I took the pot out, though. Oh, shit. I know. It's got to have a virus. It's got fucking 
COVID vapor. The C, the, our CIA agent is. He, that's, he probably is, man. He probably he is. Probably he, is. He probably just hacked your vape. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, they're going to talk about Jesus. <laughs> but putting up with sin in your face, in your community, and in your church, where it is now, I'm yeah. sorry, but butt fucking is bad according to the Bible. Gay pastors. Last I checked. Yes. Gay pastors should not be followed. They should be stoned, according to the Bible. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, there's New Testament law, but that's still no. I when mean, a woman gets up to speak in church, <laughs> the proper response is to stand up, point, and laugh, and walk out. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Okay. Tolerance is not a Christian virtue. It's not, no. Putting up with acquiescence to social zeitgeists and whatever is the current morality of the day. Mm. Just it's a, always been wrong. Just a little more conservative is not Christianity. And that is what we're faced, I think, in the church today. It is putting up with and accepting the social zeitgeist of morality yeah. as the moral standard the of the current day. Mm-hmm. Standard of morality holds, in today's culture, just more conservative. Yep. Like, we don't... We're, we're not going to condemn anyone who had an abortion. Mm-hmm. We're going to love them and encourage them to not do that again. Mm-hmm. Okay, but shouldn't we... We're going to help that person heal. Right? <laughs> and come back from that. Right, right. But does that mean we stop speaking out against abortion in the pulpit? Yeah, Because some, one member or several members may feel convicted of sin that they had in the past? That's sort of the whole point of church, is it not? Yes. Should be. <laughs> At least should be. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Very few churches that operate that way anymore. But that is the whole point of church. So Should be. So the person who is a a advocate for gay marriage and trans lives and all this other stuff. Yes, do trans lives matter? Do those individuals matter? Yes. But because they were made by their creator. But their movement mm-hmm. needs to be called out as sinful from as, the pulpit for what time. it is. Yes. Yeah. And when it is not, when gay marriage is not being called out as sin, when abortion is not being called out as sin. When acquiescence to the military-industrial con- uh, complex is not called out as sin, yeah. When the uh, the when abuses of those well, how in about, power, bro. Let's go back to basics. Cohabitation. A lot of things. I mean, I mean, seriously, like, like, because you, you think about the family, like that's one thing that really starts a couple off wrong. Mm-hmm. I r- truly do believe that because there's only there's only one other person that I know who was a virgin when they got married. One other person mm-hmm. that I've ever met. And obviously, you know, I mean, I'm going to Schnooks and say, hi, my name is Addison. I didn't have sex until I was married. Like, but uh, there's only one other person, one other of my close friends who, who was a virgin when they got married. One other one. That's insane to me. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a huge, like I said, you're starting off on the wrong foot. And the church hasn't called it sin in some time. Yeah. You know? I mean, my pastor did. Yeah. <laughs> at that time. So yeah, when when the 
the powers that well when the people who should be pushing back against the current darkness are basically saying the same thing as the darkness yeah just a little bit more conservative maybe it's time to view the church not the body of Christ right but the bureaucracy that represents the church in the world uh, maybe it's time to start rejecting that I you know, if, if, you're, if you're a Catholic, I think that you, the past 25 years should have woken you up to what's <laughs> going on in the Catholic Church. Right. Your church is run by homosexuals who rape children. Yeah. Okay. And it has been for hundreds of years. It really seems like it, yeah. Okay. So if you're a Catholic, maybe you be a Catholic without the Catholic Church as an institution yeah reject that bureaucracy which I've if you buy into my theory of bureaucracy then you need to reject that anyways anyway but uh, and maybe (laughs) the modern day and and it's been appropriated by Facebook and then by Twitter and then by social social media as a whole we talked about this a couple years ago about you know these Instagram pastors yeah and it really is, it's it's the next, le- and I've talked about this about, um, I, t- I actually had a, a discussion with this not long ago with uh, Sam, uh, my brother, hmm. listener of the show. Instagram pastor, great well, guy. Well, no, no, no uh, not about kidding. Instagram pastors, but about how uh, when you're in ministry, quote unquote, yeah, it is not about ministering, but about, really it is, I mean, he testified, not to, to put words in his mouth, but. It's it's about growing the bureaucracy. Yeah. And another family member who is, you know, close to ministry agreed. It's it's about perpetual. Okay. What is our growth perspective? Yeah. For the next quarter. You know, how do we, how do we get more butts and seats? And that's, you know, the old school from 20 years ago. The new school is how do we expand our social media presence? Yep. How do we get more hits on our on our website? You know, yep. how many do how much how many more views do we how's, get on YouTube? How's the church Instagram look? Yes, no. the, the TikTok. So when when you're appealing to social media, right, the absolute cesspool of humanity. Yeah. To justify your membership role. Yeah. Then, then yeah, you have to have dancing transgendered. TikTok pastors, <laughs> you know, the you, old dancing transgender TikTok pastor. You have to be, you know, I'm gay and I celebrate you. Yeah, if you're gay, we're and here to empower. Yes, yeah. you're welcome in our church and we love everybody. Yeah, but I'm sorry, but uh, if you look at the Bible, it was built on exclusion, <laughs> and if you look at like most successful organizations. Or most philosophical thought, it was built on exclusion. Like, no, this is how it is. Hmm. And you can either be on board with how it is, or you can reject it. Yeah. But any idea that broadens itself in an effort to include as many people as possible... Is a false one. ...is stupid. It's a, it's yeah. it's it's a philosophy or an ideology. It's an idea 
without truth. Right. Ultimately, the truth is is exclusionary. It says no, everything else is false, and this is real. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's what the truth does. It says no, this one thing is real, and everything else is bullshit. Yeah, sharper than any two edged sword, so they say. So they say. Yeah, and so. So when looking for the truth, you really do need to look for the thing that has a standard that says, no, we're not going to water ourselves down. Yeah. We're not going to dance. We're not going to have the transgender pass. To get as many people interested as possible. Yeah. No. In fact, much like this podcast, we want as few people interested as possible. Yeah, exactly. The smaller the number is, the more we're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. No. That's a, that's a good point. Or not. I don't know. I've been drinking. Uh, no, I had a buddy uh, make the argument to me that, um, and then a subsequent blog post, actually. Uh, would the Apostle Paul have used TikTok? Yeah, I know, man. I know. Because I'm thinking no, but then I'm also thinking... And it's probably the most bullshit thing Paul ever said is that he said, <laughs> and he said this, it, it, and it's, he says this, he says, I have become all things to all men that I may in all ways reach some. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of. And I, I, I get the sentiment. Yeah. But and, it's used, it's used to cover a multitude yes, of sins, bro. Yes. I mean, yes. because I would argue, no, I'm a Christian stripper. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I Christian witness, only fans. So I can yeah. witness to the other strippers. Yeah. yeah. You know? I drink non-alcoholic beer and go to the bar every night so I can witness to my bar buddies. Yeah. No, no. You just stop drinking to appease your wife and you still want to hang out with your, your friends. With your homies. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and and But that the reason I brought that up is because what you were talking about, about catering to social media. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think we're at a point where we can say that that's objectively wrong. Yeah. Like if if you are are bringing the gospel and bringing it bringing the truth, then then there should be no scenario where you are like, let's get on TikTok, the, the most liked guy because, in the room, number one, but and number two, but a, a platform like TikTok, like the entire thing is based on it's built from the ground up based on number of likes number of views, mm-hmm. number of interactions. The entire structure is a popularity contest which Scripture preaches against. Deny yourself daily, take up your cross, and follow me. Mm-hmm. So I would argue no, he wouldn't. He I, wouldn't be. I'm about to say something that Vicky... No matter who he would reach. I'm about to say something that your mom, Vicky, mm-hmm. has been uh, probably yelling. <laughs> at What's that? The speakers, wherever, however she's listening for the past 15 minutes, is that... The gospel is an offense and a stumbling block. Yes. I mean, that's what it is. Yep. When you get when you get right down to it. So our um And also in an existential sense, like we're really not doing any fo- folks any favors by saying, Nope, gay's cool. Yeah. Like who are we really helping by doing that? Not them, because mm-hmm. You know, they're unrepentant sin. I mean, they claim to be Christian, whatever. I, I'm not here to split hairs on that. But that unrepentant sin in their life is 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 not going to reap the righteousness of God. Light went on again, bro. Uh, it's it's not going to reap the righteousness of God ever, ever. 
at any point. So, yeah, we're really not doing any favors by by breaking down all these walls. But by you know bringing the gays in, accepting the trans folk, yeah, into the church community, uh, you think, oh, well, we're going to bring them in and minister minister to them. No, uh, you're going to bring them in, and they're going to make more gays in your church. Well, well, no, but like just like in all woke leftist culture, in a corporate structure. They're going to ruin it? Exactly. Yeah. No, you're precisely right. They're going to come in, and then because you, you brought them in with the the precedent of we're going to acquiesce to you yeah. in order to get you to agree with us on this, no, they're going to come in and say, well, if you don't agree with me on this other thing, then you hate me. Yeah. And I'm sorry that they have a, they have a Trump card because their card can become... Their trump card can be whatever truth they're making up right now. Yeah, pulled right out of there. Whereas your trump card, you know, it's the word of God, is something that is immovable, allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Until you move it to acquiesce to a bunch of buttfuckers. I'm sorry, Mrs. Todd. I'm sorry. Sodomites, please. For sodomites. Yeah. If you will. <laughs> I told my brother that the other day. We we were because I was giving a ride to work or something, and uh, we saw some gay guy. And I was like, "Look at this fucking sodomite!" <laughs> and he starts he starts laughing. I was like, "I mean, you know, like why are, why are we beating around the bush?" Yeah, it's twenty twenty one. Come on, man. And honestly, calling somebody a sodomite <laughs> I'm gonna live my truth. Someone calling somebody a sodomite. It's actually more satisfying than saying faggot. It it kind of is. Yeah, because they call one another faggot. Yes, and it really. It's almost in 2021 calling somebody a faggot. It's like almost like trying to fit in with them. Well, you can do it. If I call straight guys faggots, which is offensive to you them. Can, you can but, do it if you're one of them, but you can't do it if you're not one of them. Yeah, it's like the N word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sodomite, <laughs> like they don't know necessarily what it is, but then they're like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, and you it's know? like way worse than faggot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because you're not just being offensive, like you know. Right. The history. Yeah. You know. Exactly. You're, you're, you're quoting a uh, an ideology, if you will. <laughs> okay, so sodomite. the N-word. The N-word goes back to when, and Negro as well, both N-words. They go back to when. <laughs> What's the other one? Well, blacks had no power, and they were, you know, whipped and worked to made in the fields and stuff like that, and had a pretty right. good life. Four, three hots and a cot, you know. Um, Is that what slavery was? Yeah. Sometimes, like an extended stay. Sometimes their women would get raped and their children would would get sold. But you know they would all ha- in all they had a pretty good life. You know th- all things considered, and uh, but it goes back to like sodomite goes back to like 150 years ago <coughs> when when gays had to be completely hidden. Oh know? yeah, yeah. And if you and your buddy, God, that, does that not sound amazing? Quick sidebar. I mean, but also if you and your buddy have God. been hanging out and having a couple drinks, and uh-huh. you, you know. You're both in your pantaloons and your frock coats, and you feel like he's giving off some vibes. Some vibes, and, uh-huh. and you brush your hand on his thigh thinking, oh, he's also into dudes. Well, I mean, he could port, report you the next day, have you tarred and feathered right. you for lose a alleged sodomy. For you know? Yeah, exactly. And he might even be gay and into it, Yeah, but he doesn't know if you're just testing him. Yeah, it's true. So then yeah. he, you know, he has to, you know. Yeah, so go get your tars and feathers because I don't. I don't fuck dudes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so sodomite. God, it sounds like a, we should go back to that. Where they have to hide. That sounds amazing. It does, really. Like, no more gay clubs. Yeah. No more. Because, you know, every straight girl has, like, 
you know, been, been to a club where she grinds on some gay dude. Like, every one of them. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Yeah. And we could go back to a time before all that even existed. God, that sounds amazing. I'm just thinking about how much better sitcoms would be. <laughs> <laughs> the church would still be the church. I yeah. mean, really, we're talking about a golden age here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, what? what is that show that... Um, <laughs> What's the one Aaron from The Office did? The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Oh, God. After The Office? I might have watched that show if it wasn't for that insufferable black sodomite. (laughs) Like, imagine how much better that show could have been. Without that. Without him. It's true. I know. So many shows, man. So many shows. So many shows. Uh, Television could have... It really took a turn for the worse when we started putting faggots in You remember how good television was in 2008? Yes, I do. (laughs) Breaking Bad, bro. Mad like Men. the originals. Lost. Yeah. TV was good. It was f- and now it's just a billboard for gay sex. I know. I know. I know. Anyway, just started this rewatch on succession. It's pretty good. I'm <laughs> trying to get back to it. Trying to catch yourself up for season three. Dude, I'm so pumped. It's going to suck watching them every week as they come out. I, for, I forgot how what a pain in the ass that is. That's why I am uh, That's why I started the rewatch. So you get like three or four in the chamber by the time you get there? I know. I thought about that as soon as you said that. I'm like, boy, he's going to get to the end and get to watch like four of the new ones. That bastard. No, I, I'm doing that. So I watched two last night. I'm ha- I'm well, like, 10 minutes into the fourth episode tonight. Of season two? Yeah, so I'm yeah. thinking like 10 days. I'll be... So that's only you so have two chambered, two chambered, but also probably or they'll take one off for Thanksgiving or whatever. Uh, maybe I don't know. We'll see. But now, yeah, lucky bastard. Yeah. See, now I'm sitting here going, "What the hell happens?" But, anyways, it's uh, I love it. It's a fast, fantastic drama. It really is. How many gays are in that show? So few, bro. I thought about that the other day. Like it's basically like I'm Roman to- every once in a while. Like, there are no gays. I don't think there are any but gays. is Roman even gay? Well, he, that's what I mean. He's just a degenerate. Yeah, no, he's not, that comes he's across, not gay. He's not, but it comes across faggy. Sometimes. Yes. And that's what I mean. But other than that, though, no gays. Okay, so do you remember... Very few gays. In episode three. Maybe. Spoilers. But Logan Roy is just had a stroke. Mm-hmm. And Kendall goes to his old Coke buddy. Uh, the, in the coffee shop. The brown dude. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the coffee shop. <laughs> the brown. The coffee shop about getting money. Yes. Yeah. And the dude's like, hey, you want to do a bump a couple rails? Yeah. And he makes a jerk off gesture. Does he? Yes, he does. Hmm. You think Kendall's gay? No, I think like it was like, you know, we're both going to get super high and like jerk each other off. <laughs> okay. And that was part of the degeneracy. Perhaps. I mean, they show the scene in the bathroom, and they don't. No, they don't. But but he said, "No, I'm totally not about that, bro." And then they go in the bathroom, and his buddy does coke while Kendall tells him about the yeah. Thing. But he said, "I think he said he's totally not about that, not for the gay sex implication, which you're putting." You're, I, I, think, think, I think you're reading. Into I think it. it's both. Um, he definitely I'd have to does. Watch this he thing. definitely does a jerk okay. off motion. I'm not saying he doesn't, but you know they're fucking Wall Street kids that are doing coke in the bathroom. Like that's that's a pretty common gesture. Okay, like uh, I don't think he's meaning I want to touch your I dick, know, but dude. That, that's like you're reading it. That be, no, I know. I'm, but that being said, like the gayness is subtle. Okay, well, and there's not a whole lot there. 
I mean, I love the show for that. Like I said, I can't think of any gay. I can't think of any gay characters. That's amazing. No wonder it's such a good show. I know, right? Very few blacks, too. I know. Think about it. You can't even think of one. I think I can think of people who are in the background. Right. As they should be. Like as any reacting good show. to right. the main characters. Right. But no, I can't think of any black characters. I know. I know it's a great show. <laughs> cut, to, cut to season three, episode one. The show opens with like a gay black man now becoming like COO or CFO. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, you wouldn't know. I don't you know. I watched it. Yeah, we're going to jinx it. Yeah, we are. We're going to jinx She'd it. be like, guess what? Shiv's, uh, you know, non-binary. You know, she'd be the one to do it, though. If you look at the characters and her past behavior, you know she'd be the one to do it. With the way she acts in that fucking mar- marriage, in loose air quotes, fucking bitch. I hate her. Anyway, sorry. That's a whole bunch of succession talk that probably nobody <laughs> cares about. They don't show it in season one, and I was thinking about this, watching the, like, Episode four before you you showed up. Yeah, like the first fifteen minutes of it or whatnot. Episode or season one doesn't really show it, but season two. <laughs> oh, it's. I'm, I'm sorry, but you no, those butt cheeks are binary. Okay, there's one of them, and then there's two of them, and they go back and forth. Yeah. Okay. No, my apo- there, it's my apologies to anyone who might be offended by that, but. Yeah, she's she's. Yeah. Yeah. My S- wife listens now, dude. I can't be honest. It Supple. <laughs> but another cool thing about succession, succession, though, is I don't think there's been any nudity. No, I don't think there has. There's been sex, and there's been <laughs> other gross things, yeah. you know, or, you know, inappropriate things, if you will. But no nudity for HBO, which for HBO is surprising. Yeah, because usually there's a tit every episode. Yeah, at least one. But I think we are dealing with like Mark Mylod and a lot of other the the direction and the production in the show are they're good storytellers. So they don't need boobies. I yes, the draw of this show is not yeah boobies. Yeah, this the draw of this show is dramatic suspense, a drama, a good a good. Comedic or good drama with a lot of dark humor. Yeah, and I I I think the audience and is you know over super tight dialogue over thirty. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think so too. So do you really need boobies to draw them in? Yeah, not really. No, you don't. Because there's boobies on everything now. Yeah, and I think that maybe that maybe that's a good point. Is that the thing that it doesn't need boobies? That's to that's bring the in. Where. Yeah, you know, maybe that's where you need to be. Yeah, and that's what we do here at Tripod Broadcasting. Very little bo- very on this podcast. Boobs. And this podcast, as you listen to this podcast, you'll never see boobs. Not one time. Not not well, ever. Maybe you will if you're listening to it. And I mean, you if know, you're that's kind of it, on you, though. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. What you're doing while you're listening. Yeah. But just by listening, you won't ever see any boobs. Not one time. No yeah. genitalia. That's right. You'll hear about it. Although you did yell on the last but episode, you won't see it. And my wife was listening because she was listening to the podcast while she was taking a shower mm-hmm. 300 and she came out and she still had a plan, you know, just she was holding her phone after she got out and she was headed upstairs uh, to get dressed. And right as she came out, she was in the living room right there to, to then head upstairs. 
and you shouted, I don't even remember what it was about, but you shouted from her phone, go fuck yourself, like right in front of both of my kids, right in front of both of my kids. And she was like, oh, really? And went upstairs. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uncle Matt didn't mean that. He did not mean it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm trying to do better myself with the the uh, the coarse language, yeah. if you will. But um, I'm trying to get better at it. I really am. I really am. Because I swear way more than I should. I mean, I shouldn't really ever. But I'm trying to get better at it. Anyways. Well, we all do. Yeah. What are you going to do? Anyhow. Drink some more MRE water. (laughs) No, thank you. It was so cardboardy, man. It was, you know, uh, thank you, Hango. And a very unique water, but sadly, I can't recommend it. Emergency drinking water filtered through the finest corrugated cardboard. (laughs) It probably is, dude. It probably is. Left for three days at room temperature. Uncovered in a dusty warehouse <laughs> and then pouched. And by the way, how do you think they do this? How do you think they fill this? They're sealed all the way around. There's no visible sort of creases or seams. So, you know, they melt this together. Yeah. A- after. Yeah. yeah. Well, they probably I'm always have, weirded out by packaging like they that. They probably have the pouch like, like this. It can't be good for us. And then they fill it up, and then the top just seals off. Yeah, it's probably an assembly line, and then yeah. they just and then it just clamps them mm-hmm. with, the, with the heat. But that's what I mean. Like, how can that be? Like, that's like that's burning plastic, or enough to heat it up to melt it together. Sure. I just packaging like that always weirds me out. Every time I see anything like this, I'm like, I'm like, how did they do that? I'm like, they melted it with my fucking food in there, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you know, I think about things. What are you going to do? Made in USA, though. That's cool. Um, You know anything else? No. I don't really either. I don't know how long we went either because I stopped it when you went upstairs to pee. Yeah, it's been... That's hour, 41 minutes. Hour yeah. and a half. We're done. We're done. Any last words? No. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. Yeah, I guess. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. And now it's just a billboard for. Gay sex. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.